you were talking about like one interesting thing about them, right? So now instead of that question, I'll ask like, what's your one restaurant you'd go to or what's the one event you would go to if you had a choice, especially for the people who live there? Because I don't know where a lot of things are. So people who have been here a while have, you know, places they like, things they like to eat, things they like to do. So kind of use that to try and get people to open up a little bit, but also I take notes of it and, you know, I added to, I have this running list of restaurants and over time, eventually I plan to hit a lot of them. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial, where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to the Key and Mang audio experience. I'm Key, joined by my fellow co-host Mang. Mang, what's up? What's good, Key? How are you? I'm good, living well. How are you? Yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain. All right. So today, Mang, on the East Coast, it is cold as hell. What's your weather like? Oh, 75 and sunny, baby. Must be nice. All right. With that being said, today's this or that question is, would you prefer to live on the West Coast or the East Coast? I'm going to throw it to you. I already know your answer. I think anybody who knows you knows your answer, but let the people hear it. This is an easy answer. Um, I consider Alaska to be on the West Coast, even though it's way up there, right? So I've always considered myself a West Coast person. I just think, you know, the time zone being like three hours back from the East Coast, I think you just have more time throughout the day. It feels like the weather is nicer, longer throughout the year. Um, it's just better. You got some, you can have some mountains if you want. You can have the sun if you want. You can have the beach if you want. You have a little bit of everything, more of the, you know, I just think everything is better on the West Coast and the East Coast. So I'm going to go West Coast. You know, I never really considered the East Coast versus West Coast debate prior to like becoming friends with you. Um, And then, you know, you would always say like the games come out earlier. You can catch the games, the sporting events. But with that being said, I'm still going to say East Coast just because I live on the East Coast and, you know, we don't have to deal with any, you know, earthquakes or anything like that. Um, we get seasons. <laughs> I hate winter. Um, I'm just trying to justify the East Coast. But I like Florida. Florida's on the East Coast. So, yeah, but they they get they get tsunami. They get hurricanes. You're right. And I'm just going to say East Coast. That's where I live. And honestly, I don't think you can, you're the most qualified to answer this question because you haven't experienced life on the West Coast. <laughs> no, um, seriously, if I had a preference on, I mean, not preference, if I had a choice on where I can live and like finances were anything, I would probably live in Cali. Just because I do think that, <laughs> I do think you guys have the best weather. Um, So, yeah, I guess I have to. I don't really have a valid answer besides me just being prideful and where I live right now. It's all good. I will say it's a little trippy though, being December and it's sun is shining and it's 75 degrees on the dam. Like I'm used to 20 degrees and buckets of snow and it's 70 degrees and you can go outside and enjoy your time outside. Like on Tuesday, 
I went outside for like my lunch, like my my break. And I was like, I gotta go back inside. It's way too hot outside right now. And I was like, this is weird. But it's like, it's a good problem to have, I guess, to, to change from what, what I'm accustomed to. Must be nice. Last thing I'm going to say on this since you're <laughs> talking about going outside. Um, now I have to add like 20 minutes to my mornings because I have to warm up my car. Like, this is trash. And then also I'm looking for a new car. <laughs> they have a ton of rear wheel drive cars and I can't get one because I need one that's good in the snow. No, 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 no. All right. No. You know how the snow is. You in 2019, you moved from Alaska to Boston, um, did PT school there. Now you have moved from Boston to LA and just want to let you tell about tell us about your experience making that transition from Boston to LA like what went into your decision making process and um, how are you adjusting to life out there especially new job being a, a full-time physical therapist and business owner yeah so I made the transition from Boston back to Alaska first just because I felt like financially, I love my work spot in Boston, but I was commuting an hour each way to go home, to get to work and then to come back home. And then like you get to the end of the month when rent is due and all your bills are paid and felt like I could not stack at all. Like I felt like everything was going to rent and utilities and bills. And I was like, I can't really survive off this off of the salary that I'm making right now. So that was the main reason why I decided to go back because I was like, I'm going to live at home. I'm going to stack my bread and I'm going to prepare for the next move. So that's the reason why I went back to Alaska. Um, and then last winter hit and we got killed with 100 inches of snow. And I just felt like I was shoveling every day. I was getting stuck in my driveway. I was getting, you know, I had to walk to work a couple of times because my car would not make it out the street. Um, and it just wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. I was tired of shoveling. I was tired of being inside. I was tired of being dark. So I started plotting my way out and I started thinking back to where would I want to go? And so I started thinking about, I want to be on the West coast closer to Alaska. If something were to happen, I'd be able to come back and be with my fam, but also they could come visit me. And then I wanted to be in a place where I could grow and start to work on, you know, fostering development, developments and relationships with basketball players and other you know, like cool people. So where can I get that? And I started narrowing it down by city. I don't know if this is the way to go about it, but this is just the way I went about it. So I started looking at LA. I started looking at Portland. I started looking at Washington just to be close on the West Coast. And ultimately find out that, LA can give me everything that I was looking for. And it was going to be an adjustment because now I'm going back to having to take care of rent again and having to take care of my expenses and being on my own. Um, and so then it was like, if I can make that work budget wise, then I'm going to go take that shot and see where that leads. Because you talk about being in a place where if you know one person, the right person, it can open up a whole bunch of doors. And so I came in with the fact that I don't have major responsibilities i just got married but like no kids or anything like that so i feel like this is the time to take risks now so that when the future comes and if we're fortunate to have kids that time comes and you know i i take all the risk stuff early and then can use it to build the foundation for it and take the big swings later so 
um yeah that that's kind of what went into the the process of moving to from Alaska to Boston to back to Alaska and now Cali when you were considering this were you um sharing these ideas with anyone and if so what was the reactions you were getting the ideas in terms of like moving or mm -hmm. like what I had yeah so like, I talked to moving to moving to LA versus like Washington or Portland um like what were the what were the reactions because I feel like everybody knows LA is like very expensive from like a standpoint of living at home to moving out there like that could be pretty scary especially if you tell um someone else that that kind of kind of knows of like the financial situation with LA yeah I think I talked to all people that were close to me um my parents my girl my siblings a couple of family members you and I just laid out the points of like this is what I'm looking at these are the places I'm looking at. This is what I think I'm going to need to survive month by month. This is what I'm going to need to have saved up. And I'm on my way to get that. So I think I laid it out to a point where I was explaining the current situation and what I felt like I was going to need to survive and be okay and not be like homeless. Um, so I think once that was articulated, then the reaction was pretty good like it was kind of what you expect if you had laid across a, a good argument I felt like because I had an idea of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to get out of it and what I wanted to do it by and I was already trending towards accomplishing those things whether it was financial whether it was uh mental physically like making sure I'm ready to go so I think once all that was trending tracking towards like I'm not gonna be struggling struggling then it was kind of easy and my, the people understood like my decision, whatever the decision was going to be like the, they understood the, that I was ready for whatever came out of it. That's good. I'm glad that you had, like you took the time to lay all of that out and then also shared it with those closest to you. And, and they didn't like, they didn't project any like fear onto you. Cause I feel like a lot of people, especially like, in their 20s early 30s they try to um like move out or make certain steps or take certain steps and they're like met when they share it they're met with other people projecting their fears onto them telling them that they shouldn't do and I feel like that ultimately holds people back from doing what they truly want to do and then they don't realize that until years later for sure and I feel like for me with how I am when it comes to my decision making I'm very big on not living life with regrets or what ifs and so if i felt like it was the best decision for me if somebody didn't agree i'm like okay like i'm gonna do it if you're right you're right if i'm right i'm right but i don't want someone else to have that kind of control over the decisions that i make because 50 60 years down the line i'm gonna be upset because who knows what could have happened if i would have made that decision i don't want any of those what ifs so it was i think the way i articulate it like if I'm coming at you with something, just know that I've thought about it a lot and I'm looking for perspectives and I do keep an open mind. But if I'm pretty set on something, I guess this is also my stubbornness in a way. I'm going to roll with it because I want to 
know that I'm the one in control of my my situation. I didn't let what somebody else was thinking or how they were feeling or what they might be projecting onto me unknowingly uh, onto me. So um, I think that that process wasn't really something I was really too concerned about. Yeah. So now that you made the move to L.A., can we talk about how it is adjusting to a new job out there, just adjusting to West Coast living? And how yeah. how it has been for It's it's been an adjustment for sure. The fact that six months has already gone by is is pretty crazy. Um when I first got here, I, I hit the ground running and I got here on May 31st, started in the new job on June 1. And so I really didn't have time to sit and adjust, I feel like. I just went and got after it, which I thought was that was kind of on purpose on my part because I didn't want the time alone at that time, my girl wasn't going to be moving immediately. So I wanted something to keep me busy. So I kind of delayed the move as long as possible. So I could just hit the ground running and get to start meeting new people. And, you know, my team is really cool. Um, the people that you get to interact with are, are cool as well. And I get to learn a lot from them every day. And you see um, where people grow up and what they like to do. And I use a, a lot of my NMAs, you know, how we used to talk about in interviews and or when you're doing a assessment, um, eval, eval um, you're talking about like one interesting thing about them. Right. So now instead of that question, I'll ask like, what's your one restaurant you'd go to, or what's the one event you would go to if you had a choice, especially for the people who live there. Cause I don't know where a lot of things are. So People who have been here a while have, you know, places they like, things they like to eat, things they like to do. So kind of use that to try and get people to open up a little bit. But also I take notes of it and, you know, I add it to I have this running list of restaurants. And over time, eventually I plan to hit a lot of them. If, But I think in terms of that, it's just been a slow process of, you know, getting to know people, getting to know my team and people getting to know me. And it's been it's been smooth so far. It's been smooth so far. Can you tell how it has been in terms of like finding, not finding things to do, but more so finding ways to get out of your comfort zone and how that has been working for you in terms of um, developing friendships outside of work, um, just getting more involved in, in things and experiencing different things on the West Coast? Yeah, that's probably been the hardest thing because I, I can be a, homebody on the on the regular um you know go to work go home um go play basketball I think that's been that's probably been the hardest thing honestly was finding where to play basketball at and where to stay active I could work out at work so that's not a problem but finding courts is tough because you don't know where anybody plays or everyone got their friends so I've been just just trying to go to open runs and trying to you know make friends and socialize that way um, at one point early on, me and wifey were really big on trying to explore a different beach at least a couple of times a week, just to see different parts of the city, see different parts of Cali and get to explore, just get to explore our new surroundings. Um, and that's really, we just really try and push ourselves to go explore. Like there's so much to do here. There's so many events. There's so many sporting events right now. Um, so many concerts. We've gone to a couple of concerts. We've gone, haven't gone to a sporting event yet, but 
that's going to be in the lines like it's comedy shows there's so many things so many good foods and good eats like you you just slowly start to immerse yourself in the culture because you know it's easy to go home and just sit at home all the time but really just trying to force myself to step out of the comfort zone and understand that you know we should enjoy the time while we're out here and enjoy everything that this place has to offer so slowly getting out and just exploring more day by day week by week when you had first moved from alaska to boston were there things that you didn't get to do or like certain ways you wish you would have went about it immersing yourself in boston that you were like when i get to la like i have to do this that's a really good question i didn't think about it from that sense but when i first moved to boston i was very reserved that was that was a big culture shock that one hit me harder than I think I realized at that time, looking back on it, it was a big adjustment for sure. Um, that one took a little bit to adjust to. And then when you start, finally start to get comfortable, the pandemic hits and everything shuts down again. So you're not really going outside. You can't go outside. You got to sit, be six feet apart. Um, everything's closed. So um, I didn't really get to explore Boston, Boston like that. Um, you go to class. You go home, you go hoop, you go to a restaurant every once in a while. Didn't really go to a lot of games or concerts. No one really came to Boston like that, that I that I found, um, at least when I was there. And then COVID kind of shut everything down. So um, I think looking back on that experience, I kind of, I forced myself to be more outgoing and being more, like willing to explore and force myself to to go out and see new things because you know you know tomorrow's not promised and you know you want to make the most of of the day ahead so um yeah that that's a that's a good question i didn't think about it till you till you mentioned it but i do think the experience in boston kind of helped with this experience now out here in in cali and who knows when that i think when if there comes a time where we're leaving here then it's going to help this experience is going to help with that next experience as well. Yeah. Um, I always, I always wonder, cause I, I've never made like a move like that, but I would assume that if you're moving to a new city for school, like you're just going to have more constraints on what you can and can't do just scheduling wise. Um, and then you're kind of like stuck in your own bubble of like your class. So I feel like it would be hard in general just to um, like explore in the same way that you would if you were like a working person in, in a different city. So that's why I asked. Um, and then also I want to, I wanted to ask about tax in Cali. Um, so <laughs> how are you being a, like a responsible adult and like managing all of that and still making it a priority to, you know, um, have different experiences that obviously can cost money. Yeah. Taxes are steep here without, without a question. It's stupid. It's stupid how much of a percentage that you get taxed. And as a independent contractor now, I take home everything that I make on my on my pay period. So with that added responsibility, it's like, cool, I get everything up front, but understanding that come April of next year, I gotta have some of it ready to go to to give back to the government. So I took a rough estimate of what I thought the California tax would be like when it like if I had a regular W two, um and what you know got gets taken out that way. So 
I put away about a third of my check every every pay period and I just put it away. I don't touch it. I don't look at it. And when tax time comes, um, I'm ready for that for that bill and what I owe when that time comes. Obviously trying to find as many write-offs and ways to bring that number down as much as I can, but that's been my main strategy to have that money to work with um, put away. And then whatever I have left, I have my bills, have my expenses, and then have you know certain amount each pay period to to put aside to date nights or for travel or for restaurants or whatever the case may be. So obviously I wish I could, you know, take it all and and use it. Cause I promise you I could find good uses for it. But um I just trying to be responsible and think about the the time ahead or if there's an emergency being ready for um that that time when that time comes. Yeah. Um I commend you for that because I think it takes a whole lot of discipline and responsibility to do that even if you know come april time you're gonna have a bill i feel like some people will like miss a couple times and like try to try to like spend that money on on other things and end up in the hole so um i think it does take a different level of discipline and responsibility so i just want to commend you for that because that would definitely test my (laughs) test my discipline (laughs) Uh, thank you. But I, I think that's also important. So like you can't just be working, working, working and trying to save for taxes or whatever. You have to enjoy the work that you put in. And I enjoy traveling. I enjoy, you know, having a good time. I enjoy laughing. So I spend on on those things. Um, You know, I, I want to, you know, get a PS5 in the future. I want to you know, be able to game a little bit. I want to be able to take more trips. So there's things that I'm saving for, but there's things, those are things that can wait a little bit while still keeping the main thing, the main thing. Um, But um, I do find ways, you find ways to enjoy with what you got and kind of auditing where, where you're at with your current situation. And I think as you figure out how to make more, then you have more leeway to play around, play around a little bit and spend a little more. So, and, you know, just figuring out ways to get more so you can invest more, play more, spend more, like do what you do, what makes you happy. I agree. Um, so if you guys are listening and you're looking for things to do in LA, good food, good eats, good vibes, definitely reach out to Mang and ask him for some suggestions. I got you. Um, and if Mang, if you have anything else, that's that's it all right we'll catch you guys on the next episode peace thank you for tuning in to another episode of the kmang audio experience make sure to subscribe give us a five-star rating and review and we'll catch you in the next episode